Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code TALES50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code TALES50 at factormeals.com slash TALES50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media, comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers, it is me, Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. We've got another Little Girls Doing Big Things interview for you today. Before we get started, I wanted to thank two very special people. Thank you to Julie, who went to patreon.com slash girl tales and joined Team Myra, where she'll get access to Girl Tales coloring pages, downloads of Girl Tales music, and now episodes made just for our Patreon listeners, where kids like you interview the playwrights who wrote our tales. This month, Ruby of Four Kids by Kids podcast interviewed Christina, who wrote The Literate Mermaid. Go check it out on patreon.com slash girltales. And thank you to a tailblazer who calls themselves Tiger Striped. They left us an awesome review on Apple Podcasts. It said, I am 10 years old and I love this podcast. And then they left us 12, count them, 12, smiley emojis. And no one has left us emojis before. It made me so smiley and happy. Thank you, Tiger Striped. If you love Girl Tales too, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your favorite emojis. Now, on to our interview. I got to speak with two incredible girls named Addison and Sheridan. They are the creators of Snuggle Sacks, an organization that gives survival kits to people who don't have homes right now. 
I'll let them tell you more about it. Flint, Michigan went through something called a water crisis, where there was lead in the city's drinking water. Now, lead can make people very, very sick. Addison and Sheridan are doing their part to help the people of Flint who experience this. And you can too. Enjoy the interview, and I'll talk with you some more after. Okay, can you tell me your name and where you live? I'm Addison, and I live in Fenton, Michigan. I'm Sheridan, and I live in Fenton, Michigan. And how old are you both? I'm 11. I'm 16. Cool. And how do you know each other? We're sisters. What is Snuggle Sacks? Um, Snuggle Sacks is where we hand the survival kits out to the homeless in our local Genesee County area and the Lansing and Byron. Okay, so what can somebody find in a Snuggle Sack? Um, Travel-sized toiletries, a snack set lasts a week, blanket, water, hand warmers, feminine products, gloves, socks, chapstick, and we put our own little word of hope card. Oh, yeah. What is what is that? What is the word of hope card? It just says a little message that gives them hope and tells them a little bit about what snow sex is. Gotcha. Okay. How are you distributing them now? Is it just, do you carry them with you or are you going to different shelters? What are you doing? We keep some in our cars. And so like if we're up in Flint that day and we're just driving around, we'll hand them out. But mostly we partner with local soup kitchens and shelters in our, like Genesee County and all around Michigan. And we're actually starting to spread to like different states. People are reaching out, asking how they can start one in their community. So we just, it's mostly just partnering our partnerships. So, okay. So people are doing this in other states and they're reaching out to you for help? Yes, they heard about our story and they want to start one in their community. So they reach out to us and like ask us how to start one. What do you say to them when they come to you and say, hey, I want to do this in my community? We give them a bag and then we um, give them like how our story and how we started up and our list of items that we include in them and how they can different ways to get donations and stuff like that. How do you fund something like this? It is all donations. They're either donated to us or we have monetary donations where we um, take the money and we go to the store and pay for it. So that must be another kind of job too. I mean, not just handing them out and packing them, but making sure that you have the items donated to you. How do you you get the word out there about getting donations? We have all our social medias like Instagram, Facebook, and radio and TV. And do people mail the stuff to you? We often have stuff mailed to us or we have it set up on our Amazon wish list where anyone, they can purchase something and just type in our name and it'll send it right to our address. We also have all throughout our community, we have um, in different local businesses, drop off boxes where anyone who wants to donate, they can just go and drop off in that box if they can't meet us at our warehouse. When you went and you, uh, you were giving out snuggle sacks on the first day that you were doing it, what was that like? It was amazing knowing that we were helping other people. You, you've been doing this for how many years now? Um, we've been doing it for three. For three years. So how are you different people now than when you started three years ago? How has this impacted you? I feel we're like a lot more, we always want to give back no matter like if we're doing something for snuggle sex or not, we'll see someone and we just want to help them no matter like what is going on. 
it's also helped like our speaking skills and stuff like that because we have we talk to like the random people on the side of the road and stuff and it's gotten us a lot more comfortable to speak in front of people can you tell me one story about someone who has had a, that you just can't forget uh, I'd definitely say it was most recent when we helped a family of like five around the Christmas time and we got their kids like little gifts and we put them in the bags and stuff like that. Did you and you got to meet them and you brought them all of these gifts on, on Christmas Day? Yeah, we got to spend a couple hours with them and see like play with their kids. And it was just really cool to see like their kids didn't feel like we were treating them any different. Like it, they got to experience a real Christmas and it was just really fun. Awesome. How did this get started? Uh, we met our grandpa for the first time in 2015 and learned for the last 10 years of his disappearance for six of them that he was homeless. And he suffered a lot of different things out there while he was homeless. And so we just wanted to give back to the community and help the ones around our area. So what was that like? It was um, sort of sad hearing the whole story because like nobody should have to go through that. But many people sadly are. And I just thought immediately, like, I want to help in some way or do something. And I kept on telling my mom on the car ride back because it was in Indiana. And I kept on bugging her for the next probably two months. And then we finally did something. So then you had that idea. And then what was the next step? Having our friends and family, well, we asked our friends and family around us if they could give donations to give out our first 50 sacks. And we actually did more than 50. It was like probably 60. We went to a local soup kitchen in, in Flint and we handed them out. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay, so what does your grandfather think of this whole thing now? He He's really like blown away about how that little story that he told us got into this big thing. And he's proud of us and just loves us. Are you all super close now? Yes, we are super, super close. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we go down there like once every, twice every like couple months and yeah. they'll come up here and visit us for all the holidays and stuff. Oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, it, you know, bringing up Flint, you think of, um, for our listeners out there who don't know, Flint doesn't have great water right now, correct? They still don't have no, we do not. Uh, there's still no work to get the pipes fixed at the moment. So families just rely on getting 24 packs of water mostly. And that's what they survive off where they boil their water to take their baths. And some even become homeless because they didn't want to pay their water bill because it was like there was no reason because they couldn't drink it or do anything. How long has this been going on for? Three years now. Three years. So this actually coincides with snuggle sacks. Yes. So I, I bring up, I bring that up because, you know, you hear the word Flint and that's I, for people who don't live in Michigan. That's, you know, that's the first thing I think we think of, especially adults. Um, but that's just one situation, one scenario where uh, people in America are struggling with something uh, that they don't have any control over. Um, and I think that can be really concerning for kids everywhere. And, I think a lot of kids want to do something, but they don't know what to do. So what's your advice? Um, that you should, no matter the age, you can always do something to help. Whether it be like a water driver or clothes driver or anything, you give your clothes to a local shelter that you don't wear anymore. Like you can, the smallest thing can make the biggest difference. 
Had this made you more grateful for the things you have in your life? Absolutely. <laughs> we're a lot more grateful. Do you do you feel like you were ungrateful before? I don't think we we're ungrateful. We just didn't realize that there are kids our age who don't get to experience all the things that we do. And so we what we do get to experience, we are a lot more thankful for it. And we thank our parents more for all the hard work that they do. What's your experience like now with friends or people who are in your age group who maybe aren't as grateful as you are? They, a lot of my friends like come and help us at the warehouse and make them. Um, and sometimes they deliver some with us. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you have gotten your friends involved in this. Yeah. And did they, did you ask them or did they just say, hey, I want to do this too? A lot of my friends just volunteered and like sometimes I ask them in case like they're bored and they just want to come hang out and help us. How long does this take you to do, let's say, a day? We can make a hundred in an hour. Usually if we have about like seven or eight people, we can bust out a good 100 to 150 in under an hour. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. a lot of the groups that actually come in are kids, like the local um, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts and like elementary schools and soccer clubs and stuff like that. They'll come in and with their whole teams and we'll bust out a good 150 in an hour. Where is this all happening? We actually had a local warehouse uh, donated to us by the local veterinarian here in our hometown. That is incredible because you you used to do this in your basement, yes? Yeah, we started out out of our basement. That's incredible. And I I think what's so incredible about this and what I think, Addison, you said about your friends, um, that y'all decided to do one good thing. And then that led to a huge community of people doing good things, which just shows this like ripple effect of like what is possible because you you just you were in the car on your way home from meeting your grandfather the first time and you said I need to do something and then that has that's caused other people to do so much more. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Sheridan, you're going to go to college soon. Yes. Yes, in two more years. So what are you thinking? What are you going to go do? I'm hoping to stay local and I want to go for criminal justice and law because I've always had, I've always wanted to be an FBI agent, but I do want to stay local so I can help with the business and continue it to grow and help my sister. And Addison, you plan on continuing to do this throughout middle school and high school. Yeah. Yeah. I actually want to go to school for business so I can continue snuggle sacks and help as many people as I can around the country. Oh, that's great. So, okay. So, you're going to go to school for business. Amazing. Okay. So is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners or do you have any questions for me? I don't think we have any questions for you, but we would just like to like let people know that no matter how young you are, you can truly make a difference with just the smallest thing. And where can we go and find info on Snuggle Sacks or if we want to donate, how do we go about doing that? You can go to our Facebook, Snuggle Sacks, Almost Survival Kits, our Instagram, Snuggle Sacks, or our website, snugglesacks.org. Wonderful. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. If you take my hand, I'll show you distant lands. Be my
was Little Girls Doing Big Things with Addison and Sheridan Goss of Snuggle Sacks, produced by Chad Shanai. Aren't those girls incredible? Make sure to check out Snuggle Sacks at snugglesacks.org. I've added the links to their Facebook page, to their website, and to their Amazon wish list in the info section on this episode. I've already donated some chapstick. So go join Addison and Sheridan by helping the people of Michigan, or by helping the people in your own communities. If you have a dream, or you want to go out and help the people in your community, but you don't know how to start, I want to hear about it. Send me a voice memo or an email at Rebecca at GirlTalesPodcast.com. I'd love to talk with you about it and help you through it on our next episode. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, I believe in you.